Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words and Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Lord, we just want to thank you for the cross. We thank you for your blood that was shed for us. We thank you that you took it just for me. Father, you took it just for that one listening out there in radio land, in podcast land. We thank you that you took it on the cross just for me, Father. We thank you that when we're sinking in sin, your Lord lifted this up, Lord God, and we praise you for this love, this grace that we did not deserve, Lord God, and you saw us, Lord God, you snatched us out. We thank you and we praise you that we could have been in hell, we could have been on the broad road, going to a place that you didn't ordain for us, but you snatched us out, not by any work that we have done, but simply by your grace. And we just want to thank you and we praise you, that we put our trust in you, knowing that, Lord, you have a good and perfect plan for our life. We thank you and we praise you, Lord Father, that you said you know the plans that you think to Towards us, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us an expected end. So we just want to thank you and we praise you for the expected end that you have for us, God. As we yield ourselves to you to carry out your will and your assignment that you have for our life, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that we will see the promises of God, which are yea and amen will fulfill your good pleasure, will do what you've called us to do, will affect our generation. We thank you for the listeners, Lord God, those that are out there listening even now, those who have a desire to do what you've called them to do, those who have a passion to win souls for you, those who have a passion to preach the gospel, those who have a passion, Lord Father, to reach their generation in the way that you've called them to. Some of them, you've called them to the area of arts, music, Lord, drama. Some of you've called them to the area of journalism. You've called them to the area of media. You've called them to the area of social influence. Lord, I thank you and I praise you've called your people some in the marketplace some as entrepreneurs lord you've called many people not just in ministry lord god i thank you and i praise you that you're widen the imagination of your people to know father god it's not just in the four walls of the church that you've called them but you've called them to the marketplace you've called them to the seven mountains lord god in the name of jesus you've called them to the mountain the financial market lord god you've called them to the nursing market you've called them to doctors and lawyers lord god you've called them lord god to different areas to science lord god you've called them in the business world you've called them lord god in the areas of government areas of media areas of television lord god in the areas of education lord god let your people's minds be broadened to know lord god your lord god that you have a plan and a call for their life god i pray that your people will not fashion their ministry on someone else's ministry they'll not fashion their call on what someone else is doing but lord this is the season you're causing people to get alone with you you're causing people lord father to hear your voice lord to seek your face lord god and to know and understand what your plan is for our life i thank you and i praise you lord god as we get alone with you in the secret place lord you reveal your will you reveal your purpose you will show your people what it is you'll have them to do in this season in the name of jesus who to work with where to go what country lord god that you've called them to do lord god lord god the areas where you've called them where to serve god i give you thanks and give you praise that you're opening our imagination you're giving us wisdom and counsel lord you're leading us by your holy spirit and you're showing us in the areas that you've equipped us and gifted us and given us talents lord god in the name of jesus i decree and i declare that we'll never be in the wrong place but we'll always be in the right place at the right time to meet the right people to have the right effect that you may be glorified in our life in the name of jesus christ of nazareth because you so desire to be glorified in the lives of your people you said the whole earth 
Yesod is lying, waiting in expectation, groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So I decree and I declare that, Lord, that the sons of God will be made manifest in the earth. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, I thank you and I praise you for the release of the supernatural in the lives of God's people. I praise you today, Lord God, for those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you that I sense a hunger among your people, a hunger for more, a hunger to do what you've called them to do, a hunger to fulfill your purpose. There's a hunger that you're, yes, Lord, you're stirring up in the belly of your people, Lord God to do exploits for you you said those that know their god shall be strong and do exploits for you so lord i thank you that you are stirring up a hunger in your people lord god to do what's never been done before in the earth in the name of jesus he said behold i will do a new thing so lord god we honor you we bless you for the new thing you're about to do but even as you're about to do it we thank you and we praise you they'll be sensitive to the leadings and the nudgings lord god and the promptings of the holy spirit will be sensitive to what you'll have us to do what you'll have us to say and where you'll have us to go will die to the flesh because no flesh can glory in your presence you said flesh is enmity towards you lord god so we thank you and we praise you as we take up our cross and follow you god we honor you and we bless you lord father god yet you will be glorified in each and every area of our lives in the areas of those that are listening to this podcast we just give you praise right now for what you're about to do in our lives. We honor you for the word. Touch these lips of clay as I encourage your people. Teach me how to teach and preach this gospel with clarity in a way that will bring understanding and a freshness and awareness of what you called your people to do and where you want them to go and what you have for their life. People know the authority you've given them in your word, Lord God. And I thank and I praise you that people will begin to walk out your good and perfect will for their life. So Holy Spirit, just have your way. Touch this program. We just welcome you, Holy Spirit. Because without you, we can do nothing. You are the potter, we are the clay. So mold us, shape us in your image. Touch my lips, but touch the ears of those that are listening right now, God. And I thank you when all is said and done, you will be glorified in the name of Jesus. So just have your way. We just honor you and we bless you and we give you praise right now. And we tell you thank you for hearing our cry in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you wherever you're listening from. This is Kevin Treasure. Amen. This is Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality. And you are locked in. The power of words. The Winner's Mentality. So I just honor the Lord right now. And I thank God for all those that are tuned in. And I've got a wonderful little word today. I'm going to try to teach. I'm going to try not to get excited. I'm really trying not to shout. But I really want to try and teach. Because I truly believe the body of Christ needs more teaching than they need more preaching. Amen. Preaching is proclaiming. But teaching is to edify, to help amen god's people to be all what god has called them to do amen so i truly believe that the body of christ needs more teaching but we also need a demonstration of the spirit and the power amen that the spirit and the word agree and they go together so i truly i really encourage young people i always encourage young ministers young people that they have a desire not just for the word but the word and the spirit or not just the spirit some people have a desire just for the things of the spirit but they have no knowledge of the word uh, my bishop my late spiritual father used to say if you have the word and no spirit you will dry up and he used to always say if you have the spirit and no word you will blow up but then he used to say if you have the spirit and the word you will grow up amen so i want to encourage you if we have the spirit and the word we will grow up and that's what we want to do in christianity we don't want to stay babies we want to grow up and my my neighbor used to say so many things that are profound i i echo even today he said many people if you see a child in the natural and when that child is one years old or two years old and he's got his nappy on it's normal but if you see a 10 year old 
or 15 year old still with nappies on and messing up themselves you know there's a problem something's gone wrong so he's saying in christianity is the same you cannot see a christian who's 10 years in christianity 15 years in christianity and he's still a babe in christ no something's wrong we need to have a desire to grow in the things of god a desire to please the lord and a desire to affect our generation because when i look into this word amen 12 men turned the world upside down well it was 11 but it was 120 in the upper room amen but they turned the world upside down or right side up in the world in the realm of the spirit amen these 12 these men amen filled of the power of god filled of the boldness of god and the spirit of jesus christ turned their world upside down and i say look how many christians is in the world there's a wrong calculation something's not right amen something is not right there's not a good equation right now because these men turn the world upside down and there are so many christians in this world so we should be doing even more than they did but we've got to make up our mind that this is what we want to do we want to turn this world right side up we want to get god to get the glory in the name of jesus christ of nazareth and i just want to bring a simple message today really simple message really simple message it said speak to your situation don't beat your situation I'm going to say it again, speak to your situation, do not beat your situation. Many times we get angry with us and we want to get frustrated and we lash out at things. But there's a man of God, a great man of God that we all know him and is revered in Christianity and Judaism. And his name was Moses, a man who knew that he was called to be a deliverer. But he did not start ministry until 80 years old. I want to encourage someone out there, amen. You're frustrated, you're looking at your life, you're looking at your age, and you're saying, Surely, God, I should be doing more, amen. And if you know you're doing more, but yet you're not making an effect, I just want to encourage you, amen. There is still time for everyone. God knows the heart. Some of us are just in the process. He was raised up in the age of 40 in the house of Pharaoh, and the Bible said he was all versed in the wisdom of Egypt. But the next 40 years, he spelt in the wilderness oh my god what a training ground 40 years of affluence in the house of pharaoh but the next 40 years in the wilderness with his stepfather with his father-in-law jethro and his wife and children just tending his father-in-law's flocks he had to go through a process i won't let you know there is process in in christianity do not skip the process do not try to get to where you're going quicker amen you're going through what you're going through for a purpose you may be in a season of pain you may be a season of rejection you may be in a season of people not understanding you you may be in a season of people coming against you whatever season you're in you're in a process amen look for god to get the glory in whatever season you're in ask god what are you saying to me in this season or what are you wanting me to learn in this season more importantly i'm going to say that again ask god the purpose for this season and what are you wanting me to learn in this season that I'm going through. Because Joseph had to go through seasons. David had to go through seasons. And his process. We all have to go through a process. But what that process is do Is creating and forming us. A godly character. I'm going to say that again. Your seasons and your process. Are forming in you a character. And Moses' season was forming in a character of meekness that when he got to that place where God wants him, where God can speak to him and now commission him, that he knew that Moses, for everything he would go through, any problem he encountered, any situation that he came up against, he would always come back to God and say, God, what will you have me to do? Look through the life of Moses, even through going into Egypt, taking the people out of Egypt, into the wilderness. Anytime there was a problem, he always presented his problem to God. He said that he 
was the meekest man in the earth amen because he always brought his problems to god so your problems your seasons your process is causing working meekness in you it's working out a far greater glory in you the bible says jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered so don't be afraid to suffer for christ don't be afraid to suffer for the kingdom of God. Bible says Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. And we know that Moses was called a man out of a fiery burning bush. And the bush was on fire but the leaves was not consumed. That is the awesomeness of our God. But I want to let you know that even with that encounter. And this is something that people need to really recognize. And some people miss. Even with that encounter. Moses did not stay there. Moses could have stayed there and started the church of the burning bush. But no, he moved from one encounter to another, to another, and to another. And we know that there was no sign of any burning bush anywhere again in the Bible. Amen. But Moses knew that that was an encounter with God that will set him on course to do the will of God. So don't stay on the encounter. Know that the encounter is the vehicle that will launch you into the purpose. Oh my God, I'm going to say that again. Know that the encounter is the vehicle that will launch you into the purpose and the will of God for your life. So with that encounter, there was a commission and that commission is I'm sending you to go and to release my people, amen, from the hand of Pharaoh. And he said, who me? Send someone else. We know the arguments. And he said, who made man's mouth? Who made man's mouth? Who made the dumb, the blind, the seeing? Is it not I? Now go, I will be with you, amen. So he took a bit of convincing, but he went, and we're glad that he did go because we have one of the greatest stories, amen, of deliverance that ever took place, amen, part the part of the death and resurrection of jesus christ of course but we see moses going and we see the miracles and egypt was a powerful powerful nation at that time if people only understand there's such a powerful nation at that time we see we can still see the pyramids amen even up to today so we can see their glory or their fading their glory is faded but we can see the opulence opulence and what they lived and how they lived and who they considered themselves to be because if you're building those kind of structures at those times they thought they were gods but god was going to show them there's only one true and living god and he brought them out with miracles signs and wonders as we know that last plague initiated was the death of the lamb a lamb being slain and the blood on the doors and the lintels and the angel of death coming out and wiping out every firstborn and the, the god is so he's just so god wiped out not just the firstborn but the firstborn of every cattle and listen god don't play tell your neighbor god don't play God, God is serious. God does not play. He wiped out not just the, the firstborn of the cattle, I believe the word says. And he brought them out and he didn't bring them out empty. He brought them out with silver and gold. When God brings you out, he never brings you out empty. The Bible says they put it on their children. They brought out so much goodies. And when they tried to chase them, we know that their enemies were buried under the Red Sea. So their debt was cancelled. God has a funny way of cancelling debt. So now that season in Moses' life was older that that season of trial and testing of seeing all these plagues come upon this mighty land of egypt amen but the people of god protected in goshen and to see god's power demonstrated like never before in the earth and bringing them through and seeing the red sea open and it close on the enemies seeing that season of trial and testing come to a close he now faces another arena another area of trial and testing <clears throat> and the bible says now he brings the children of israel into the wilderness he told them listen god wants to bring you into a promised land and they didn't believe we know that about joshua and caleb and i've got a teaching and preaching about that at a later date 
but we've gone there and they didn't believe and God said listen it's 40 years you're going to suffer everyone over the age of 20 will die in the wilderness God told them only those under the age of 20 so that tells me God wants to do something in a new generation if one generation is stubborn God has said listen I'm going to wait until you guys have gone because I'm the work of a generation that's going to believe me and I pray that this is the generation that believes God I pray that this is the generation that takes God at his work I pray that this is the generation will say God for you I live and for you I die I pray that will never be our portion I pray that we will see the promises of God we will see the miracle working power of God in the name of Jesus many generals are going on to glory but I decree and I declare this is the generation that will see the glory of the Lord in the name of Jesus so with that very long intro I get to this part so they're in the wilderness and as we know Moses has to go through and endure I would say endure is the word so much with these people so much if you think your church has problems look at the church that was in the wilderness the Bible says he calls it the church in the wilderness and the Bible says in Numbers chapter 20 then came the children of Israel even the whole congregation into the desert of Zin in the first month and the people abode in Kadesh and Miriam died there and was buried there I mean the Bible weeps over that so quickly but I mean Miriam was a prophetess and I believe Miriam had a part to play but obviously Miriam had a little bit of pride as she rose up to her brother because he married an Ethiopian a bit of prejudice there but she just died there and she was buried there and this shows you that the start of this generation this generation these great people and obviously it was Miriam Moses Aaron these great leaders she was a woman she was a leader she was a prophetess amen but she died there and God is just letting them know listen my promises are true you generation is not going to see the land that i promised them amen and the bible said there was no water for the congregation so you now you've got you've got death you've got mourning but now you've got no water and sometimes it looks like in ministry or in our life we're going from problem to problem to problem to problem but in your problems look to the source look to the solution jesus has given us solutions amen the bible says he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness amen and there was no water for the congregation and they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people showed with Moses and spake, Would God that we had died when our brethren died before the Lord? And why have you brought us, the congregation of the Lord, into this wilderness that we and our cattle should die there? And whereof have you made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us into this evil place? Is it not a place, it's not a, no place of seed or figs? or vines or pomegranates neither is there any water to drink so you've got a people uh, my bishop used to say you had a people that God brought them out of Egypt but it took 40 years to bring Egypt out of them so you've got a people that are constantly complaining constantly murmuring and when we read the Bible people have to understand that murmuring is so dangerous in the ears of the almighty God murmuring and complaining shows a sign of dissatisfaction against God I'm going to say that again. Murmuring and complaining shows a sign of dissatisfaction against God. Murmuring and complaining shows a lack of trust in God. Because if God can do all what he done for them in the land of Egypt, wipe out their enemies, amen, cancel their debt and do so much for them, show his power that had never been shown before in the world on a nation for God to bring one nation out of another and then think that God has brought you to this place to kill you, to wipe you out, that shows no lack of trust in God. And some of us, we look at these children of Israel and we, some of us are just the same. We get to a point in our life or a situation and it looks a bit sticky and we think we're not going to get out of it. 
and we say God why have you brought me to this place it was better off when I was a sinner at least when I was in the world I had money don't you dare ever say that in the ears of God you hear me because when you was a sinner and when you was in the world you was on your way to hell amen so I don't care where you are right now you have the greater one living inside of you and you have your ticket to heaven amen you have your passport your visa amen to eternity with the savior so some of us we do the same thing and we murmur and complain and say oh what's going on in church oh why are my kids like this oh why am i job like this oh why are so many things going wrong and we murmur and complain and people need to understand murmuring and complaining is dangerous in fact the word murmur in 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 hebrew simply means spend another night spend another night so what it's simply saying is you keep murmuring you're gonna stay right there you're gonna keep going around in circles you keep murmuring you're gonna stay right there spend another night where you are spend and this is why they kept going around in circles in the wilderness is in going around in circles and some of us are going around in circles in ministry going around in circles in christianity why because all we see is the negative and the bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit of it so you got to be careful what you speak over yourself what you speak about your church what you speak about your leaders what you speak about your family what you speak about your husband or your wife or your children you've got to be careful that you're not complaining about the good things that God is doing because the Bible says in Deuteronomy 8 or is it 4 I believe it said I proved you I humbled you and then I fed you with manner that you did not know amen so God will proving you so sometimes you're going through seasons where God is proving you to see what's in you he knows what's in you but he wants you to see what's in you to see if you know that you're ready God wants to see and prove you amen so you got to be careful God is saying okay are they going to murmur and complain like they did last year so when we go through difficulties this year are we going to do the same thing we done last year in 22, 21, 2018, 1917? Are we going to do the same thing or we're going to say, God, no, this is the year thing changes. This is the year I glory in necessity. I take glory in reproaches. I take glory in necessities. This is the year where we speak God's word and say, because when I'm weak, that's why I'm strong. Are we going to really say to God, listen, for you I live, for you I die, I'm going to glorify your name. And whatever I go through, I'm going to give thanks. The Bible says in everything, give thanks. Are we going to really show our true colors? this year and say you know what God I'm going to be thankful in everything because that is the will of God concerning me in Christ Jesus are we going to change our tune this year are we going to go along the same way in Christianity murmuring and complaining about things that God knows is already there are we going to are we going to exuberate are we going to put our trust in Jesus I, I guess beseech you listener put your trust in Jesus don't murmur amen I, I challenge you that this year this is the year of no complaining this is the year of no murmuring. It's going to be hard. There's going to be days that try you. And I tell people, I don't have bad days. I have character building days. I'm going to say it again. I don't have bad days or you don't have bad days. You have character building days. So when it seems like you're having a bad day, you say, um, no, I'm having a character building day. God is building character in me. So these people would lash out at a situation or lash out at the leadership. And sometimes when we're in church or we're in Christianity and we see things that don't go our way, the first thing we want to do is lash out at the man of God or the woman of God or the pastor or the bishop or the person that God has put over you. But you've got to be careful. The Bible said, know those that are over you in the Lord and esteem them very highly for their work's sake because they watch for our soul that's bible amen i'm not making this up this is bible so we've got to be careful 
where we place our tongue, amen. God knows the situation. Our job is to pray for leadership, pray for kings, pray for those in authority. They may lead a quiet and peaceable life. God is wanting us to pray for our leaders, spiritual leaders, governmental leaders. Pray for our presidents, our prime ministers. Pray for those that are in authority, amen. Don't throw stones, amen, but learn to pray when we see things. Say, God, open up his eyes, give them revelation, speak to them, direct them, guide them, help them in the areas that they're struggling. Pray for your leaders in the name of Jesus. Don't be like the children of Israel as we see the murmured and complained against their leaders. And Moses, Aaron, Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they fell on their faces as they assumed position. And the Bible says, And the glory of the Lord appeared unto them. That was verse 6. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the rod, and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron, thy brother, and speak ye to the rock before the eyes, and it shall give forth his water. Amen. There's situations, amen, that God will say, I need you to speak to it. Don't beat it because there's something in the situation, but there's a way you're going to need to get it out. He said, I want you to speak to it. Don't miss this. And it shall give forth his water out of the rock. So thou shalt give the congregation and their beasts drink. Now I want to put a disclaimer in there. God won't always do things the same way he done before. In Exodus 17, there was still a problem when it came out of the wood, came out and Thank you for tuning in to the Power of Words, the Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.